0: Would you say you're kind? How would others describe you? Would they use that word kind? Well, I'm glad you're listening today because that is what we're talking about this week in this week's episode here on Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. Kindness. And uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, kindness is one of those things that... uh, I struggle with at times, and I'm sure you have as well. I used to work in a grocery store, and so November and December was always a hard time to be kind, but we're going to be talking about that over the next couple minutes. So great to have you. Uh, today. Uh, If you're new to uh, the channel, to the episodes, we take about 15 to 20 minutes every week, give you a devotion that hopefully helps you to grow in your walk with Jesus, because that is our aim. And uh, this week we're talking about kindness and Kindness is one of those things that we find throughout the scriptures, as we're going to see a little bit from David in 2 Samuel in just a few moments. But kindness is one of those things that should mark our lives. I'll give you an example. Uh, my family and I were just recently on vacation, and I don't get to go on vacation much uh, if I'm lucky, uh, I'll get two weeks out of the year for uh, vacation. Uh, I'm allotted more time, uh, but to take that time is not always the easiest thing, especially when you're a pastor because you need to make sure uh that somebody else is able to fill in for you and so uh if you're unable to fill have somebody fill in for you on a Sunday morning then you're not going on vacation and I've had that happen before too but we we were just recently on vacation and uh we are a family of six so there's my wife and I and our four children and if you've been listening to this uh episodes long enough, you'll know, uh, my oldest boy is in a wheelchair. And so going on vacation is not the easiest thing for us. It's actually, uh, very, very difficult. And, um, we don't know how many more family vacations we'll get on because of, of him. But because there's so many of us, uh, we need a hotel room that, ha- that can sleep six people. And honestly, that is not the easiest thing to find. Uh, and if you do find it, it's, it's quite expensive. Uh, but we, we were able to find one. Uh, we, we go to this hotel all the time. If we go out uh, where, where we uh, vacation every couple of years and every time we go to this hotel, there is an issue. There, there's been an issue every time we have stayed there but the reason we go back is because it's a price that we can afford and we can all fit in there because it's literally uh, three, three rooms. You have uh, a, a living room with a little kitchen area and then you have two bedrooms off of it and uh, it, it sleeps six people and so it works. But we we pulled in uh, on a Tuesday because uh, we were somewhere else. We pulled in on a Tuesday and um you know, we got in late and we didn't really notice everything. And my, my wife goes, you know, the, the floor by the sink is, is wet. And she was maybe, maybe they just spilled water when they were cleaning the bathroom or, or something along those lines. Like, okay, yeah. And so we didn't think too much of it. And we went to bed, we woke up the next morning, the floor was still soaking wet and my wife because she is a lot kinder than I am uh, she tried to soak it all up with the towel uh, we went through two or three towels and the floor was just still soaking wet and we we called maintenance down told them at the desk maintenance guy came down and he goes oh the drain seemed to be out a little bit well we'll um you know let's see how that works so that's fine well the next morning uh I went in the bathroom and I noticed that the 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 ceiling in the bathroom is leaking as well. Like literally drips of water coming down from the ceiling. And the floor right outside the bathroom door is still soaking wet. The the floor right outside of our room in the main in the hallway is soaking wet. And I said we, we can't stay here. This is this is not not safe. And so my wife went down and told them once again how the ceiling's leaking, the floor's leaking. And she goes, I was just kind to them. I was just really kind to them. She goes, it's not their fault. Uh, And ultimately, we believe a pipe was was busted or or leaking. And if I had gone to the front desk, I know I would not have been as kind. Uh, But my wife, as I said, is much kinder than I am, especially in these situations. She goes, it's not their fault. Uh, they 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 can't do anything about a pipe busting or anything along those lines. And she goes, I was just kind to them. I wasn't gonna be mean at them. I wasn't gonna yell at them. And my wife firmly believes, and I I I, I think she's right, um, that when you're kind to other people in situations like this, that the kindness goes a lot farther than you freaking out at people. And she's right. Kindness gets you a lot farther. But kindness also shows Jesus to other people. And in that situation, my wife was able to, uh, to show the kindness and the patience of Jesus to the people at the front desk, more so than I, I would have. Uh, but lo and behold, they moved us to a different room right above uh, where we were staying, a room that we have stayed in before so it all worked out and everything was fine. We got a free night staying there in the hotel uh, and all that. So it worked out, but her kindness really um, stood out to me and I think it stood out to the workers as well. And it reminded me of something that we find uh, way back in Second Samuel uh, chapter 9, and it is a story between David and uh, a young man by the name of Mehibosheth. Mahib- And yes, that's a name in the Bible. And we're not going to go through all of it, but I want to just paint this picture for you and end with a thought for you this week. David has been king for well over 20 years. And David is sitting there one day and he literally asks, he goes, is there anyone still left of the house of Saul that I can show kindness to for the sake of Jonathan? And so David, who is king, just sitting there going, you know what? I want to show kindness to the house of Saul. Now, you have to understand this. The house of Saul refers to King Saul, uh, who was king over the nation of Israel before David. But Saul wanted to kill David. Saul hunted David like a dog for over a decade, trying to kill him. Ultimately, Saul and his sons uh, lost their lives on the battlefield, not against David, but against the Philistines, but they died. And ultimately, David becomes king. And a couple decades later, David goes, I want to show kindness to Saul's house. Would you show kindness to the house of the man who is trying to kill you for decades? Not many of us would do that. But David does, and he does it for the sake of Jonathan. And the reason he says that is this. Jonathan was Saul's firstborn son, but Jonathan and David were best friends. They had an amazing uh, friendship and relationship. And we find earlier in scripture that David and Jonathan, they make a covenant with each other, ultimately was this. Jonathan going, David, I know you're going to be king, and when you become king, will you not kill off my family? Because that was the culture back then that you would kill off the other uh, royal family so that there was no threat to the throne. And Jonathan goes, will you not kill my family and show kindness to them? And David's like, well, yeah, absolutely. Like we're best friends. I'm not, I won't do that to you. I'll, I'll show kindness to you. But Jonathan died on the battlefield. And here we are at least 20 years later, David goes, man, I made that promise, that covenant to Jonathan can I still fulfill that? Can I show that? And so what David does is he searches throughout the land to see if anybody has left of Saul's house, or if they had been all but to death, or if they've all died. And long story short, they find a young man by the name of Mohibosheth. Now, Mehibosheth is actually Jonathan's son. But the thing with Mehibosheth is this, when he was younger, there was an accident and his nurse was, or his, uh, the lady that was taking care of him picked him up and started to run with him, but they fell and he's been crippled his whole life. And Mehibosheth, he's living in some guy's basement out in this barren wasteland. There's nothing around. He doesn't have anything going for him. He's crippled. He can't do anything for himself. He's solely dependent upon everybody else. And David finds him. And David brings him in. Now, Mahibasheth is probably thinking that David is going to kill him because he has a claim to the throne uh, because of his grandfather Saul. And he bows down in front of David, and David goes, don't be afraid. He goes, because of your dad, because of your father, Jonathan, he goes, I want to show you kindness, and I want to give you kindness. And the word kindness there, the Hebrew word is uh, hesed, H-E-S-S-E-D, and it is a word that is used about 250 times in the Bible. And it means a loyal love, a loving kindness. And it marks David. That is what David wants to do. He wants to show this loving kindness, this loyal love to Mehibosheth for the sake of his old friend Jonathan. And so what David does is is quite amazing. He goes, Mehibosheth, everything that was your grandfather's, all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, he goes, I'm giving it all back to you. Because you, you lost all of it. Your family lost all of it. I'm going to give it back to you. And you yourself are going to eat at my table for the rest of your life. Pretty much David goes, I'm going to take care of you. You're going to live here in the palace. You're going to eat this food. My servants are going to take care of you. You, you don't have to live out in the barren wasteland. You get to live here in the king's house, and I'm going to take care of you. There's so much kindness by David. David doesn't have to do this. He doesn't have to search out for Mehibosheth. He doesn't have to restore to him all the land that belonged to his family. He doesn't have to care for him and provide for him and feed him for the rest of his life. But David does. He wanted to show kindness to Mehibosheth. God has done that with you, and he's trying to do that with you every single day. You see, God shows his kindness to you and I in so many ways. He seeks us. He pursues us. He restores back to us the, that which we've lost because of sin. God's kindness is poured out to you. And you might be sitting there going, man, it doesn't really seem like it. Life is really, really hard right now. But that doesn't mean God is not being kind to you or that God has not been kind to you. God's grace, God's love, God's gr- direction and His discernment and His wisdom and His forgiveness is all an act of His kindness that He's showing to you. He pours out His kindness because it reveals Himself to you. It glorifies Himself. It blesses you and I. There's been so many times in my life where somebody has been kind to me. It has been just tremendous. Tremendous. I can, what comes to my mind as I'm telling you this is actually the second time I ever preached a sermon. Uh, I was filling in for a pastor. He went on vacation, and so I was filling in for him, and of course, you know, I had the dress pants on and the dress shirt and the tie and everything along those lines. And I preached a message and I'll be honest with you, it, it wasn't all that great. Um, it's only the second message I ever done. So uh, it was pretty much garbage. Um, but I remember at the end, I was greeting all the people and I had a lady come by and she goes, the only thing I liked today was your tie. I'm like, wow. The only, she, she literally told me that the, the sermon was garbage. And the only thing that she liked was the tie that I was wearing because it had a lion and a lamb on it. And she, then she left. And I'm like, what what, what was that? There, there, was no, there was no kindness in that. There was no grace. And you know what? That highly discouraged me. Highly discouraged me. But then there's been other times where people have come up to me And they've said, you know what, what you said today really made a lot of sense. It helped me. And they've shown a kindness to me that I may not have deserved because I'll be honest, there's times in my life where I don't deserve kindness, but there's times where people have given me that kindness. Even if the sermon was horrible, they still go, you know, I got something out of that. And kindness can change the direction of a person's life. It can change the course of their day, their mood, their mindsets, their attitude. God does that with you. He looks for ways to show his kindness to you every single day. But here's the thing about God's kindness God has shown his kindness to you and I, and he has poured that kindness out to us in so many ways. But here's what you also have to realize. God has shown you this kindness, his kindness, so that he would be glorified, that you would be blessed, but also so that you can take his kindness and give it to somebody else. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32, Paul says this, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Paul goes, you know, God's been kind to you, and because God has been kind to you, you need to be kind to others. You need to show the same kindness that God has given to you to other people. Are you? Is the kindness of Jesus Christ marking your life? And then None of us are going to be perfect in this, but can people look at you and go, man, they're so kind. What is it? What is it about them that enables them to be kind to people that don't deserve it? So who can you be kind to today? Is there somebody, maybe they don't deserve it. Maybe you're thinking of somebody right now that you go, you know what? I can't be kind to them because of what they've done, what they've said, or something along those lines. Let me encourage you to actually be kind to that person today. Who can you be kind today? Who can you show the kindness of Jesus Christ today? Because when you do that, it's going to bless them, it's going to bless you, and it is glor- going to glorify the Lord. And when you do that, That's going to enable you to build a healthier walk with Jesus. It's going to enable you to have a stronger walk with Jesus. It's going to enable you to experience the grace and the love and the kindness of Jesus all the more in your daily lives. So once again, who can you be kind to today and show the kindness of Jesus to? Pray that this has been a blessing to you today. Uh, Thank you for listening. And once again, we'd love to hear from you over at guardingthewell.com. You can connect with us via email over there. Just hit the button and you could shoot us an email. If you don't mind, hit that like button, that share button, uh, subscribe button, and uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. You take care and have a wonderful day.